Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With AIB, proud supporter of the Goal Mile. You can register now at goalmile.org. AIB, we pledge to do more. Now, a staple of Irish trad music are the iconic Illan pipes, one of our national instruments. But did you ever notice that the majority of Illan pipe players tend to be men? Well, in a new documentary film, renowned musician and Abbey Field native Louise Mulcahy uncovers the hidden stories of female pipe players. And Louise joins me now. Good morning to you. Good morning, Joe. How are you doing? Not nice to bad. talk to you. Thanks for having me on the programme. So did you discover why more Illan pipe players are men? I know it's really the, the multi-million euro question. Um, and yeah, there's a number of different reasons. Um, if we look back um, throughout the history of piping, we see that, first of all, the instrument um, in the last 15, 20 years, the quality of the instrument and the availability of the instrument, there are a lot more women playing now. Um, there's a greater visibility of women playing. But back then, going back 100 years or more, uh, it was predominantly men that were taking to the stage. Um, but we had a few exceptions to that rule. But also... The Elam Pipes are seen as a physical instrument um, and sometimes the, the size of the instrument and the complexity of, of the instrument may have deterred people from taking it up and it was often seen as quite uh, a complicated um, process to learning the instrument. Um, but now we see greater visibility, as I said, and we also see greater availability of teachers, but also the cost of the instrument. Um, and we know that women's place in society was far different uh, 100 years ago than it is today, um, and their roles were seen as, as very different in society. Um, and often that could have been a contributing factor as well. Do you think, by the way, that the lampooning of the bagpipes, for example, in so many movies and the like, and the deliberately terrible playing of it for laughs has actually damaged the pipes in general? Well, you know, I think in the last um, as the last 20, 30, 40 years, and especially over the last decade, we see a greater um, presence of villain pipers all around the world. Um, and I think really the sound of the instrument uh, speaks for itself. I don't really think that, the, that, that it has damaged uh, the instrument insofar as we still see uh, often groups like the Chieftains um, and Limo Flynn and throughout the um, 70s, the, the folk revival uh, really gave a platform to the Ellen Pipes and to Irish music and often for people around the world, that was their first exposure to the Ellen Pipes. So a great standard of Ellen Piping uh, that they were listening to and I think that's really what drew a lot of people to Irish music from abroad or the, the popularity of those iconic groups in music. Right. Now Louise, as I mentioned, you're a Limerick person yourself and you've travelled far and wide for this documentary to talk to various people but tell us specifically about margaret murphy from limerick an incredible uh, character an incredible pioneer um, and a real a real force um in in the music world she was uh, the first woman to win an ellen piping competition in dublin in 1914 she's pictured um in an iconic photograph in a publication called o'neill's irish minister of the musicians uh, which was published and written by captain francis o'neill in 1913 and she was born in 1893 in Gate in limerick city um and she came from a very musical family uh, she was a proficient step dancer uh, 
she taught dancing. She played the war pipes. Um, she played the ilum pipes. Um, and she travelled all around the country. She travelled to Belfast teaching step dancing. But that iconic photograph features the 1916 signatory uh, leader. And we see Eamon Kant in the front row um, of that picture. Um, but she was an incredible woman. Um, she married a very wealthy uh, building contractor from Adair. Um, and she lived in Limerick City. She lived in Castle Troy area. But it's documented when she won the piping competition in Dublin that she sent the media into a frenzy uh, in Limerick City. And it's documented that the uh, bands came out to greet her. She got a civic reception in Limerick. So a really big a real big deal at that particular time uh, in 1914. Yeah. But uh, and Louise, yourself, I mean, how did you get interested in the pipes? Well, I always loved the sound of the instrument. And I know that in the introduction you mentioned that it was predominantly males that played the instrument. That never bothered me and it never featured, uh, it never entered my mind when I was thinking about taking up the pipes. My father is a great musician and he would have had a collection of recordings and Ilan pipe recordings in the house and we would have listened to those. And it was always the, the power of the instrument, the sound of the instrument uh, that I really gravitated towards. And when I, I was, had been playing the flute and whistle and accordion, um, and then when I was 13, I decided to take up the pipes and um, I just really just loved the sound of the instrument. I think there's incredible power behind them. And I see this documentary is funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland, our regulators, so I better be nice about them. Uh, and it's, it's for TG Carr. When is it going out? It's going out on Sunday night, this Sunday night, the 19th of December at 9.30pm uh, on TG Carr. Right. So we'll see you in it. Absolutely. This is a, I, I've been researching this story for the last five or six years and this is, a, uh, I suppose, the culmination of all that research work on screen um, and I'm looking forward to sharing, sharing um, with everybody. And, and, and with, with all of the restrictions and stuff, I mean, I presume all you trad musicians have really missed getting together as much as you normally would. Of course. I mean, I think the heart and soul of, of the traditional music community are those festivals and weekends and, and sessions um, and live music concerts as well. And I think everybody around the country is, is longing uh, to get back to a, a time when we can have that again and we can reunite at that uh, music events. Uh, I think that energy and that, I suppose, feedback from each other um, is something everybody is missing terribly over the last while. Absolutely. All right, Louise Mulcahy from Abbey Field. Thank you very much for telling us about this documentary going out on TG Car on Sunday night. Lots of interest in traditional music and indeed uh, the Ireland pipes in these parts. Have a good Christmas. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With AIB, proud supporter of the Goal Mile. You can register now at goalmile.org. AIB, we pledge to do more.